Hello and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Video Mastermind, where we bring you professionals who share insight into the latest trends, tips, industry, technology, and services to help you create more videos to use in your mortgage business. That's as good as I can do. I don't know if you can even hear it though. Excellent. That's like the soundtrack to every mortgage training video ever made. I know, right? <laughs> I'm getting ready for my uh, continuing education now. Okay, We've got two seconds left on there. Today we're talking about calculating a debt to income ratio. Yes. <laughs> Today we'll be talking about anti money laundering. <laughs> Sorry. Uh -huh. Yeah. In this Sorry, video, yeah. in this video, we will share, oh my God. <laughs> hey, those aren't the videos we're going to talk about. Today. No, those are oh. not the videos we're going to talk about today. So happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. This is Ginger Bell, along with my friend, Scott Chang, Jason Frazier, and we're here live on our mortgage video mastermind. So welcome for those of you who are on with us. And uh, we are recording, so we do uh, have a copy of this going out. Um, I don't know if Carl's going to join. I think um, Carl is out of town. I think he's with Christine. They were doing something with Annie Max. I don't know if he's going to hop on. Mm. Um, but we want to have a discussion today. It's obviously, it's all things video. And talk about other types of videos to do outside of consumer-facing videos. And I think that's an area that... A lot of people may not think about it's a good way to recruit, to enforce, you know, Jason, I know you're working on culture, um, you know, to do things like documentaries, you know, Frazier, we worked on the documentary um, for Eddie, you know, and that was out and he's talking about his story, um, your involvement, obviously, with esports. So, you know, there's a lot of other things you can do with video besides just doing education for consumers. So tell me about some of the projects that you're working on right now, Frazier. Oh, um, yeah. So you mentioned culture. So uh, you guys, this is not a plug for EPM, but if you go to, uh, like, for example, Instagram at e e EPM plus uh, on Instagram, you can check out some of the culture videos we do just to get you guys some ideas. Steal it. You know, we do like we take it from like, you know, popular trends on TikTok and other things. Um, but, uh, you know, go and check out, you know, the culture videos that we're doing, uh, you know, my team did one that we just published today, which was pretty good. Um, and the, when it comes, so when you think about culture, right, like twofold, it's culture of the type of business you are, the type of brand that you're putting out, uh, and who you're trying to attract that maybe want to, so if you're re recruiting, right, right. If you want, you know, loan officers, processors, anybody. You want that type of video, too, because you want them to know what it's like to be a part of your organization. Uh, you know, trying to put out the, you know, the vibe. Now, with this, what you don't want to do is just is hire someone to create some stuff that isn't to your culture. And that's the thing is you got to stay true to who, you're, exactly. who you are, who your company is. Right. Um, otherwise, that definitely will fall flat. So we call them culture videos uh, to show, you know, what it's like to, to be at your you know, your thing or a, a day, there's, you know, a lot of good loan officers and real estate agents that put stuff out there that's more fun. And, and the way I look at it is like, you know, when you're putting out any type of video, right, it's education, maybe it's or, or entertaining. You don't, you know, right. to what gender was saying earlier, you don't always have to put out 
stuff that's about generating leads, right? Because the thing is, is that, um, you know, any type of video content has the potential to generate business for you, any video content, whether, and you don't even have to be about Morgan. You can, you know, talk about telling stories, right? The documentary, that type of stuff that has nothing to do with us as a mortgage lender or serving a community uh, in regards to like uh, housing, you know, mortgage loans for, you know, for borrowers or anything like that. It's just about who we are and putting that out there because at the end of the day, know you like you trust you is a thing in our, uh, in our business for a reason and video helps you check all three of those boxes. Absolutely. And, and look for those opportunities. Um, you know, when we had the pandemic start last year, it was one of the things that, um, you know, we hopped on. It's like, okay, obviously we've been through the challenges of what happened with the mortgage meltdown in 2008. We know how difficult it is as far as keeping momentum and creating that culture, as you say. And, and so, you know, that's why we did the flatten the curve, not the spirit, and just had a lot of people come on. And... And it's funny because a lot of people said, well, what do you talk about? It's like, whatever. You know, Eddie came on. He talked about what he was doing within the office, you know, keeping people motivated, how to be able to help people not be afraid, do all of those things. You know, Frazier, you came on and talked about the same thing. It's like, what can you do as far as, you know, being able to share information on what's happening with your group and, you know, what what to say on social media, how to react on social media. So it doesn't always have to be about mortgage. It can be about other things. Oh, it's, it's also a trap that, you know, with the uh, entrepreneurial type, um, especially solopreneurs get into and it's, and it's all of your marketing, all of your messaging is transactional because that's how you get paid. But the reality is, is if you're, if your relationship is, depends solely on the transaction, then you really run the risk that's one leg on a three-legged stool, right? <laughs> and it's very, very wobbly and you have to lean it up against something else. <laughs> so so I love the idea of those cultural videos and and what do you do with those those cultural videos? I, you know, I still think that one of the um one of the resources, one of the trust assets that that so few people take advantage of is their Google My Business page. And more recently, they used to have when you would post content and you post articles, it would disappear in two weeks. Well, they've eliminated that and it's permanent. So you can post those videos and you can post them as, and there's little tags of like, what's happening or what's new. And they're really promoting those videos and and uh, and that type of content. Um, and it's just going to give you more exposure and a bigger footprint on Google searches, uh, which I think is is really important. And you know, the other thing I always uh, I'm always harping on is posting those to a YouTube channel as well. Google and YouTube, man, those are <laughs> like that's the overwhelming majority of where like, all consumers and almost everybody's at. Those are the two biggest search engines in the world. And so, traction builds traction too. So yeah. the more that you do on one and, and, and you build it on the other as well, then the two of them work together as far as searches, right? And, and then you repurpose it for all of the social platforms, the Instagram stories, the whatever, you know, TikTok videos, you know, depending on how big your team is. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely. I. Uh, Jason, can you give us some ideas of like when you're going through the creative process of 
what story do we want to tell about our culture? What does that process look like for you? Yeah, so it begins with, uh, you know, it begins with, uh, you know, my team, right? It, you know, sometimes I have an idea, but, uh, you know, Adair, who is our uh, brand manager, she's she does a lot on the creative side when it comes to these videos and stuff. And 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 the cool thing is that, you know, sometimes Phil has an idea. Eddie always has a lot of ideas when it comes because culture is very big uh, with, with, with Eddie. And so, um, you know, they'll be seeing something or it'll just be like, you know what, this is a good story, or this is something we want to get out. And so then we'll come up and the, the process is we storyboard it. We come, you know, we kind of come up with like right. a light script and a plan of outline of what we're trying to do. And you could look, you could buy a storyboard. They're all generally pretty cheap. You could just have a, a whiteboard and storyboard things out. You could buy, you know, software for your computer. You could use something like Trello to store. That's what I've done a lot is use a, a free tool like Trello to storyboard out a process for a video, a script and things of that nature. Um, I'm a very unscripted guy, so I don't really like them too much, but at least keeps me on. But it, but it helps to keep you organized, keeps you organized, keep you on target. But that, that's it. And then we go through a couple renditions and, and try it. And then, and then we start, you know, we, we don't, we don't try to spend too long on an idea because that's when you start overcomplicating things right. and overthinking it and da, 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 da. So we try to keep it to a time limit of, of, of kind of that creative process of going through it and then start creating, uh, you know, some bite-sized, uh, you know, some bite-sized uh, samples and then, you know, and then do the, the full production. So that's generally how we, we do an idea, start storyboarding and talking about it. Sometimes a, an idea could be within a day. Uh, you know, sometimes it takes a week, sometimes a month, depending on, you know, are we trying to use, we have, you know, some EPM ambassadors slash influencers that, you know, that work with us, um, that we try to get involved in some of these things as well. Uh, so it just, it just really depends on, on what we're trying to convey, but really at the end of the day, it's just to try like, Hey, we're a different type of organization. We're not yeah. your father's mortgage company. We do things different and we are, we act different. So I, what I, what I love about this, and if anybody's listening and thinking, well, how do I get started on this? I, I would say pick out like maybe some core um, broad values. So maybe com, uh, community engagement is a value that your company has. And then create content underneath those silos. So one of them, one of them may be, you know, this is a fun place to work, you know, the, the, the work culture, the environment inside the office. And then maybe that's the, hey, let's post, you know, post videos of somebody's birthday, you know, it's somebody's birthday and they bring out a cake and everybody's celebrating and you bring yeah. those things out. So kind of identifying some of those core cultural values that you have and then look for opportunities to create content under, under those silos. So you're constantly reinforcing those those core higher level values, right? Yeah, and a yeah. lot of it, it sounds like can even begin with that. So I see, you know, where you're talking about when you build out the idea, Frazier, you're starting at a 30,000 foot level. And so even starting, like if you're a company saying, okay, I've never done anything around culture, what does that look like? Starting off with what are your mission, you know, what's your values, those core, and then maybe having a category in each one of those. So whether it's, you know, we give back. So what's your culture as far as giving back? What's your culture as far as, um, I love that, you know, we're not your father's mortgage. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole branding thing as you probably already have planned around that because that is, that is like 
Awesome. That's mine. Don't, don't try to steal it. I ain't taking it. it. <laughs> Big picture of Grandpa like from artist. Grapes of Wrath. Yeah, totally. It's like walking along. Using <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the big calculator and the tape, you know, on the desk. But, I mean, there's a ton of things you can do. I mean, I was just in Vegas. I know you guys were just in Vegas. So, it's like people think, I mean, you, if just the whole creative process. It's like, you know, you always think you're wheeling and dealing when you're getting a mortgage. It's like, okay. And, and that's a lot of it, how ideas come. So, you know, don't be afraid. And if you're listening to this, don't be afraid to work with people in other companies and kind of brainstorm ideas because, you know, this is how it happens. Like, Frazier, that's a great idea. And it's like, but it gets you thinking about other ideas. It's like, getting to to think outside the box. And I think that's one of the things in our industry that a lot of people struggle with in terms of branding and creativity is to think outside that box. And I know you do a great job of that, Frazier, Scott, you do, and a lot of things you create. So don't be afraid of that. Don't think you need to walk that line of being the mortgage banker all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, Anthony Cossover at U Mortgage does a really good job. I think he has, uh, you know, he's always talking about culture, always putting stuff out there. That's another good example uh, if you want to look at that stuff. But yeah, it's, you know, and it's one of these, again, it's one of these things that we're so busy trying to, we're so busy looking at our business from a transactional vehicle that stepping out, um, and that's really something that social media has done. Consumers want to know who they're working with who they're dealing with. They want to see behind the curtain. Right. And, and I think that just means a lot. That means a lot more than just the, just the straight transactional. It's almost a, you know, it's almost a necessity in, you know, in a sense in, in a lot of individuals do it. Uh, you know, a lot of individuals will talk about stuff that they're doing and they'll post on social media. Um, but I love the idea of just pivoting this just a little bit and think about how to represent your your brand and your company and, and how to open the curtain on that and make it just a little more vulnerable, a little more intimate so that people can uh, engage with you on a different level. Yeah. I mean, one, what, one thing that, you know, look, and, and I'll tell you, I'll be the first one to tell you that if like Facebook disappeared tomorrow, I would shed any tears. So, but here's the thing is it's an opportunity to connect with people. Right. And as long as the attention and the audience is there and then, then utilize that. Right. And I think what's important when it comes to, you know, humans are very visual. Right. And so the, the that's the thing is like, like we when we talk about video, I, I don't think anyone out there today can say video is not important unless they've built an entire business without video. And then, of course, they're going to trade on that for the rest of their lives, no matter what, even though they're leaving you know, opportunity and that and thus money on the table by not utilizing video more. But um you you need to you need to create some stickiness with your audience right you you have a lot of competition out there right you have online lenders you have your just your local competition in your market you have real estate uh brokerages that have their own mortgage companies uh builders so you you have a lot of competition for the consumer attention and just the the, the loud you know noise of you know the digital age that we live in every single day um so it's important that when you're doing a video uh, don't, here's the thing. If you take a risk and it's a silly video and, and whatever, like, don't worry about it. Right. right? Because, because that will probably actually get you more attention and more visibility than a perfectly shot video 
would because it's more realistic and and don't don't be afraid to try new things if it doesn't work who cares it, it's going to be forgotten about tomorrow right? right but if it does work the risk reward on on doing video is there's such a disparity as far as the the risk piece of it that uh, I was, again as long as you're being tasteful and not you know trying to attach yourself to polarizing you know uh topics right but you know, the thing is, is that um, there's so much opportunity, especially in our industry. Guys, look, we are as boring as it comes as an industry <laughs> at, at scale, right? Not everybody, right? We have some, some there's some, some music again. Company. Yeah, yeah. play the yeah. music again. But like, <laughs> we're, we're a boring industry and yeah. it's time. And, and look, no one's excited. It's like getting your taxes done. Like no one's super excited to go and do that stuff, right? So like, try to try to make it fun right try to enjoy it and also like to scott's point like show behind the curtain show like when stuff goes absolutely wrong right and when you know especially whether it's dealing with agents whether it's dealing with you know appraisal right like if you guys aren't doing like appraisal like level skits right now just because the cool thing is this educates because you're setting expectations right especially yes. with agents that want that eta on that appraisal every five minutes right that isn't coming <laughs> in ever right until you know at least you know anytime soon it's going to take a couple of weeks but that's the thing is that you could also do this as a form of education but um but you need to throw away the mindset and the reason i'm saying this is because it's what i hear every single time is kind of an objection to doing video is you need to do get away from the mindset that that's not what you do or i wasn't doing this or wasn't doing that right you learned how to drive a car you learned how to do all these other things you could figure this stuff out too, right? Stop using that as an excuse yeah. and put yourself in a position to, 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 you know, reap the rewards of, on all these opportunities because most of the industry still does not play on the video scene yet. <laughs> so so you, yeah. saw, you said a couple of things that I think are really important that I, I want to, I want to build on. So first of all, seven out of 10 of all loans are dumpster fires. We just know that, but consumers don't know that agents <laughs> don't realize that, but we always put it out right. Nine times out of 10, you're always putting it out. There's rarely a, a, a fatal error. If you're doing your work up front, there's rarely a fatal error. That's going to kill the deal. So doing those types of videos. And when you talk about the downside risk, the risk reward, really the downside risk is, is, almost that nobody will watch it like that's the risk the risk is nothing will happen but right. the upside but the upside i mean it, like you said if you're being tasteful and you're not doing something that's going to get banned or you know you're not being crazy but you know if that's the case it's better that the public knows how crazy you are anyhow so go ahead and put it out there you know <laughs> yeah. go, go ahead and do you know be, do your best alex jones impression and see what happens uh, but the reality is the downside is you won't get traction but okay. the upside is so huge because you can get traction and and i and and i love what you say about talk about the downsides because that's you know that's the stuff that people want to see that's the real part of the business that's that's the part of the business where other loan officers are going to see that and they're going to share that with their real estate agents and everything and say, see, the only you nobody sees what happens in the background. Right. If if we do our job right, 
everything goes perfectly for you, but this is really what it looks like on the back end. Everybody yeah. running around trying to put out fires as they're coming up. And then at the other end, it's a perfect product and nobody knows what went into it. So I think those are most uh, super valuable points. Yep. And those will get shared a lot too. Yeah. So information for that. Okay, so besides the culture videos, besides being authentic to who you are and not being afraid to do out, you know, other things, what are some of the videos that we can do for our real estate partners to be able to help them that maybe isn't so much about education? Are you, you want me to take take it? I, whoever. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, I, I got nothing. Like the time, so I, I'll, I'll give you an example. Just like when it comes to like helping your agents, and this is and it's something I think we've talked about on this before. Is so like. I'll give you an example of what we're going to be doing here in the Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, the, the metro area, right? And so what we'll be doing is we'll be doing videos with uh, one of our loan officers and an agent, and it's going to be completely about lifestyle living in the suburbs around Atlanta and even in Atlanta, right? So we're going to be like, hey, here's you know one of the top five reasons why Roswell, Georgia is awesome. Top five reasons why Johns Creek Georgia is awesome. Uh, top five places to eat and downtown. So these are the things, because here's here's the, the reason why we're doing this and we're doing it with an agent, right? So we're doing it as a partnership. The agent's going to talk, the loan officer is going to talk. It's not going to be like, hey, and if you need me for a listing or if you need a loan, whatever, it's it implied through the video, right? Exactly. So no selling, right? but we're going to show what people search for when they think about moving to a place. To Scott's point earlier about YouTube being you know, the second largest search engine, which is true, but also it's the only real true um, um, ask and receive when it comes to intent. Google gives you a ton of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Not that YouTube doesn't either, but YouTube's really good about delivering on intent. It's why it's so popular, right? Right. And so if the intent is searching anything about those towns, maybe they live there and they just don't, they're looking for good places to eat. It doesn't matter. And this is where a lot of loan officers get tripped up about is they want that, like, how does this convert? What's my instant gratification? Right. If I do this video, how many deals should I see? Should I see a lead within the first 30 days? It's like, no, like these, yep. these things are evergreen. They will live forever. And so you go and do this and who cares if someone's moving to that place and sees it as opposed to someone who lives in there, but you think they're never going to sell or buy their house. And let's say, oh, well, if they're selling their house, and they move to somewhere I'm not like, I, this is the thing. It's like, you guys come in your heads, come up with all these reasons on why not to do something. Let me tell you this. How many agent partners do you think you can make happy by giving them listing opportunities, right? I'm guessing quite a few, right? Yep. And that's all you're doing with this. Because if someone sees that and they're like, oh, look at that. Like, hey, uh, Sarah and Jamie are like, I, they're, they own downtown Roswell because they're doing all these lifestyle style videos. And so they're going to see them all the time. And this is Alan Christian is the perfect example of who does this in Roswell and yep. gets recognized when he's out about town because he does this so much is that then the worst case scenario is that you get leads that you're giving to agents, right? That, you know, and you're acting as like a true part of the community of helping and advising people, right? Yep. And so, but you're not talking about your business, right? So that's, if you're gonna do anything with an agent when it's like co-marketing, do lifestyle videos of the market that you serve because they're evergreen, there's an intent, do you know pay best pizza places, best burger places, best yes. parks, best places to take your kids, 
on, on best thing to do on a Sunday. Like there's, you could have a full 30 day calendar of just the one best. area, yeah. right. Of videos. And you don't need to do like, uh, they don't, they don't need to be six hours, right. They right. could no, be 10 they, minutes, right. Yep. It can be a, it can be a side-by-side stream yard with the proprietor of a business or with the real estate agent, not talking about, Hey, you help people, you help people buy and sell in this community all the time. Let me ask you, what 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 is your favorite restaurant? What do you tell everybody that you talk to? What's their favorite restaurant? You you can do these side by side interviews. It doesn't have to be a big production, right? Right. You don't have to go out and mic everybody up and all of that. And you know, with COVID, depending on where you're at, it's probably preferable anyhow. Um, but yeah, it, it you know another thing that we're talking about here, Fraser, that I think people get caught up on is everybody wants to put in a quarter and get out of gumball. But <laughs> what we're talking about is long game. This is long game, and every time you produce a piece of content, you're putting another line in that same pool. Yep. And when you have hundreds of lines in that water, anybody that goes into that pool, you have more opportunities to engage. And when people see that you're talking about more than just trying to sell stuff to them and you're talking about how great this community is that builds so much more trust and so much more value uh to to the average consumer but but it's a long game it's like you have to think you know you have to be thinking chess not checkers right you got to be thinking a couple of steps ahead and right. you got to know that it's going to take some time and people get scared by this but but a content strategy is a minimum 12 to 18 month strategy. You will get results sooner than that, but it will it won't start working on automatic. It won't start producing results for a good 12 to 18 months potentially depending on, you know, how good your content is and how much you you put it out there. But I'm telling you, you 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 do that, you know, there's just I kind of went on this rant yesterday on my 75 easy and, <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, there's this Chinese proverb that says the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's like, you've got to be thinking of those things. You're planting those fruit trees today. And in a year from now, you're going to have delicious apples or whatever, whatever it is. And yeah, yeah. you just, you have to have that thought process as a part of your your broad business strategy. Yep, and that's the, the sure. same thing of what we're doing here and having the conversation about videos and being able to you know continue to talk about it and continue to provide ideas and information yeah. and and that's the whole thing is that consistency so speaking of consistency <laughs> i'm going to actually have to hop off because um my uh, good friend our good friend carl white has asked me to hop onto his consistent <laughs> channel that he has on so um i'm going to close us out for now and uh, for those of you who are listening, thanks so much for joining in. We are here every week, and I've got some special guests coming up over the next few weeks, so make sure and stay tuned in. And uh, guys, thank you so much. Frazier, thanks for your information. I always love hearing about your ideas. Absolutely. And uh, we'll have to post some of those onto uh, our Facebook group, too, oh, so yeah, people absolutely. can see those. So feel yeah, free and, to share. Yeah, and look, and take take and copy anything that you see me post, right? Like, like we don't just come up with a, we're not an idea factory. We're just, everything magically happens. Sometimes it's a saying whatever could be something that Ginger's talking about or Scott or whatever. And we decide we want to make a video out of it. So um, at the end of the day, 
uh, just make good content because it helps the entire industry not look like a big stick in the mud. Exactly. We love that. Okay, guys. Thanks so much. We will see you next week. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.